live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwap. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwap. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a Friday morning. Toby and T.J. back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Brand new sponsor to the T-Row in the Morning Show here in... uh, 2022 and we thank them for being alongside extreme outdoor equipment has two locations to serve their customers i-35 at goldsby exit 104b just two miles south of the riverwind casino and i-44 at the newcastle tuttle exit 108 just five minutes south of will rogers world airport thunder win last night in brooklyn 130 109 no kd last night SGA went for 33, Dort 27, Harden had 26 for the Nets, but a nice road win for OKC. Mitchell OSU falls last night, Big 12 basketball, a rare Thursday night game. Really difficult uh, three-day, two-game stretch for the Pokes at Tech last night at Baylor Saturday afternoon. 78-57, the final in that game last night. Here's your Saturday slate in the Big 12. 11 a.m., Tech at K-State. That's a tough turnaround for that's Tech, what I was going to say, that's a very quick turnaround. You get on an airplane today and go play. Uh, fortunately, they got the last-place team in the Big 12, but still on the road. 12.30, West Virginia at Kansas. 1 o'clock, good game, Texas at Iowa State, then you've got the Sooners and Frogs, 3 o'clock in Fort Worth, and the last game of the day, OSU at Baylor at 4. How you feeling about OU-TCU tomorrow, TJ? I'm thinking after what we saw earlier this week, they bounced back nicely. I think that probably... Didn't sit well with a lot of those players. No, it probably didn't. I know it didn't sit well with Porter by some of his comments last night. Um, he even said, you know, Tanner Groves is calling him the next day, wanting to go watch film one on one. So I, I, I expect a nice bounce back and a sooner victory on Saturday. I, I think they'll play well after the showing that they had against Texas. That's the second time you've referenced last night's Rudy show, TJ. Thank you very much for listening to the show last night. I didn't say I listened to all it. of it. I just said I listened to some of it. So don't well, I'm don't not, get too carried away I'll here. I'll take anything. I'll take an <laughs> accidental 
I got into the no, car. No, I did. I did. Her. I heard quite a bit of the show last night on our way home from basketball practice and dinner. It so. doesn't sound like film session and practice yesterday was very fun. Pleasant. Yeah. Mm-mm. It was ugly. It was their ugliest performance of the year by far. You know, you think of the other losses. Utah State had the game and let it slip late. Same thing with Butler, right? Had it all the way. Let it slip late. And the Baylor game, by all accounts, we all thought they played well. Mm -hmm. Texas was the first clunker that they've really thrown out there this year. And, uh, yeah, I think they probably did not have a lot of fun yesterday. Now, does that result in them coming out and playing better? I don't know. They have, in those previous three losses, come back and played well the next game. So track record says yes. Although, maybe, you got to worry that maybe Texas exposed something there that future opponents will try to emulate, take advantage of, copy. So I'm intrigued. TCU... um, is 11 and 2 and it looks like it's a legit 11 and 2 like they've beaten a Utah team that's good Texas A&M they beat Georgetown at Georgetown uh nice win at Kansas State the other night so uh, they had Baylor down at halftime in their Big 12 opener Mike Miles a legit scorer, first-round NBA draft pick type guy for them, averaging eight, about 18 points a game, big-time scorer, point guard. And the thing that worries you the most about them is the rebounding numbers. They are plus 12 on the board's average. They're averaging out-rebounding teams by 12 a game, And a ton of that is on the offensive end. They just hammer the offensive glass. So I think the key tomorrow is pretty obvious. It's cleaning up the glass. OU's got to, which they've struggled at times this year, Mm -hmm. they've got to be a good rebounding team tomorrow. Any concern with Tanner Grove's mental state? Like if we see him come out and perform poorly again, does that – carry on for a couple of weeks or is he able to shake it off quickly because i mean maybe we have we first time we've gone through this with tanner but mm-hmm. no i'm not worried about him he's a. Uh, he's pretty mature pretty uh you know the way yeah. the coach talked it seems he handled smart. it well yeah he's smart he is uh cognizant Wants to go to work on that film, I'm sure, and say, all right, what did they do to me, and what do I need to do different next time? What they did to him in Austin was double and triple team him every time he touched the ball. Now, he has seen some double teams this year, but not a lot, and for the most part, he's been really good at passing out of them. I think that's why he hasn't been double teamed a lot. Because he's got great vision. He's a really good passer. Uh, and so teams don't double him a ton because he makes them pay. Well, the other night, Texas came at him with double and triple teams with a ton of length. 
And for whatever reason, it bothered him, and he did not do a very good job of getting rid of the basketball without turning it over. For whatever reason, he had a hard time uh, seeing around, passing, executing against the double teams Texas was putting on him. So, yeah, I mean, you better believe it's coming again. But that should be, should be a situation where you can take advantage of. And really, you do it a couple of times, TJ, and they, that's it, you know. you They double you. You kick it out and find Mo for an open three or swing it around or whatever. You do that a couple of times, and teams are like, you know what, let's – I'm done giving up wide-open three-pointers. Let's knock off the double-team on Tanner Grove. Mm -hmm. So, no, I'm not too worried about that. Porter will coach him up. Tanner's a smart kid. They'll figure that all all out. I do think there are going to be games where they're not going to, you know, especially on the road where they're not going to shoot it as well like they did the other night. And you got to find ways to win when that happens. But... um, I'm not worried about Tanner. Need to get a road win, though, and here's an yes. opportunity. Now, this is your opportunity. So, Yeah, I think they bounce back. I think they'll play significantly better than what they did against Texas, but that's not saying a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have already promised Coach. He uh, approached me in a commercial break last night, TJ, and asked me kindly, very kindly, if I would not shoot at practice anymore this year. Oh, did it mentally throw the guys off, you think? That's what he worried. That's what he oh, felt. That's what he felt. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. He felt it rattled the confidence of the team, seeing me out there just with a strap, draining jumpers. Makes perfect sense. And uh, so I told him I understood, my bad, and I will just – be an observer at practices going forward this year. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You know, it didn't cross my mind. But it makes all the sense in the world. Let's say, uh, let's say, let's say you're a good baseball player. Okay, you think you're a good baseball player. You're you're doing a good job at your level. You know, TJ. Yes. And then you show up at the park, and there's Ken Griffey Jr. taking swings in the cage, and you're like, oh my. God, look at that guy. And all of a sudden you're like, I thought I was good, but look at that. Like, I got so far to go. You know what I mean, TJ? That would be discombobulated. That's pretty much the comparison I was thinking about. So Very be along those same Copy lines. And paste. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I appreciate you Coach keep that. You got to keep that strap strapped. Got to put it back in its holster, TJ. Put it back TJ. in its holster. Watch <laughs> Much like the pocket knife at the bank yesterday, you got to put it back. That's exactly put it right. away. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I tell you, they need a win. Uh, not just because you know you got to find a road win somewhere, and and this is an opportunity. But next week, woo! They come home. Students are back. That's good. But they got Kansas and Baylor back to back next week. So. You know, buckle up, buttercup. Is that the saying? I don't know if it is. Or buckle not. up, buttercup. Is that a saying? I don't think that's a saying. You know, buckle the one up. thing I like playing of uh, playing at the TCU. You know, when Kansas comes to Norman, 
and you look up in the crowd and you go, I think there's as many the more, Kansas more fans Jayhawk here as fans, OU fans. Right. Yeah. That's what it's like in Fort Worth for us. <laughs> for OU. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the um it's been years, but yes, that's the uh road venue you that I've been to in basketball, there? yeah. So you went to a pre-renovation Pre-renovation arena? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm talking years ago, yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it was always a a strong OU contingent when when I would be there for a couple of games that I went to. Yeah, they roll out. They roll out in the Metroplex. There'll be a lot of it's easy to spot the red, the, the red versus the purple. Suck it up, Buttercup. Thank you, Air Comfort Solutions Texture. Thank you. Yeah. That's Suck it, it up, Buttercup. It. Yeah. I knew That's buckle up didn't sound right. Do you think how far do you think we are away from enjoying butterscotch candies, TJ? How many more years until that becomes our favorite? Well, it could be like in the next couple of minutes, there's some out on the front desk that I brought to this station not too long ago. Do you find them appealing? Are you looking no, at them? No, I haven't had good? any of this candy. It's a. Um, it was given to us by Katie's stepmom and said, hey, do something with this. And she like put it in our car like at Christmas time, and it was a variety like several little boxes of candy like that, hard candies like that, that you would find in like your great grandmother's candy dish back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'll take it to work. And sure enough, there's been a lot of people around here that have enjoyed them, but I have not. But I think butterscotch was one of those. But I'm not a butterscotch candy fan. It it does remind me of my great grandmother, though. At some age, I think that taste bud fires. <laughs> because all just all old you. people like hard butterscotch candies, you know. All they all why, carry them in their purses. And why I don't do know, older I, people like hard candies like that? I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. At some point, your body just starts firing taste buds, <laughs> like butterscotch, butterscotch, butterscotch. And I'm wondering, like, we're 48. Are we getting close to that point? Uh, where we're like, you know I, what I can really go no. for right now is a but- hard butterscotch candy, like. It was my mother-in-law, I mean, it was Katie's stepmom that gave me this, and they still weren't at that point, and they're, you know, retired. Mm. So maybe it doesn't trigger for all. Maybe it doesn't run in your family? I mean, perhaps. We'll, we'll see. Let's pay attention but to that. But if you want okay, some butterscotch, so I'll save you some. It's out here. Nah, you're not craving it right now. Uh, but there's a lot of weird things going on with me at age 48, so I feel like I might be getting close. Becoming a butterscotch guy. <laughs> I can All right, see you uh, as a butterscotch guy. Absolutely. 7.17 in the morning. Coming up a little bit later on in the show, John Denton, color analyst of the Frogs, joins us live. Porter Moser coming up live into the show as well. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. That's the theme song of Saxon Realty Group. They bring you this hour of the T-Row and the morning show. Just go ahead, take the money and run. That's what they're basically telling you with the $8.99 listing fee. They saved their clients over $320,000 last year in closing costs. That money went into their pockets, not the pockets of Terry Saxon. I question a little bit why, but hey, it's his thing, all right? Out of 6,400 realtors last what year, he does. ranked uh, top 500, top 100, 108th to be exact, is what I'm being told. 
$320,000 in savings. There's a ranking out there for that? There is a ranking out there. Like for an that. AP ranking kind of a uh, thing? Sort of, yes. Sort of, yeah. Huh. Check them out. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. This came in at 618. I don't know what we were discussing, but it says, Y'all better head down to the Oklahoma Men's Clinic. Hmm. What do they handle there? Is that a shot at us? They handle some manly function at the uh, men's clinic? I don't know. Uh, Might. Is that because uh, you don't like knives and my wife's tougher than I am? Maybe. I I was talking about the near bank robbery yesterday in the opening segment of the show. So maybe the texter felt we were being soft, which I openly admit I am. Right. Uh, you, on the other hand, are rugged, uh, yeah. very John Dutton. You hear those boots? I said that to my, uh, my daughter. I was bringing her home from volleyball the other day. We, we stopped at Chick-fil-A to get her something to eat on the way home, and there was a Cavender's right across while we were sitting in the Chick-fil-A line. And I said, I've never been to Cavender's. Cavender's Western Outfitters. You ever been in there, TJ? Is that where you shop for your Dutton apparel? No, but I've been in one before. But these aren't where these boots came from. I don't believe. Uh, these I came from Chloe. a boot barn. That's where these came from. I told Chloe, maybe I should shop at Cavender's. Maybe I should do a whole total wardrobe remake. Get some boots, get some Wranglers, get some Pearl Snap shirts, all that kind of stuff. And she just looked at me and rolled her eyes like a 14-year-old <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we have here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, if the pocket knife in the bank intimidated you, you may not last a single episode of Yellowstone or 1883. Now, you watch Yellowstone. You've made it through episodes. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't survive in Yellowstone. I'm not made for that lifestyle, but I like watching it. You ain't made for this life. Uh... I'm a pretty boy. Listen, when you got a face like this, you know, yeah, I'm a pretty boy. I'm not I'm not rugged and all tough and I'm not toting around guns and knives and that's not me. I don't go hunting or anything like that. I play golf, TJ. I'm soft. You're more of a, a khaki and polo man. It's all right. Exactly. To each his own. Exactly. Two U's, two K's, Tuka. Welcome back. This is uh exceeded even any Canadian sports radio show with the amount of hockey talk we've now had today. That is two texts, wow. too many. Hmm. Uh, this texter says, I was OU Architect, says, I actually saw Elvis in Vegas the year before he died. was a really awesome experience. I forget how old OU Architect is. is. Golly. <laughs> I wish uh, my grandma was alive because I would ask her about that uh, satellite Aloha show because I know she would have been a ticket holder at some movie theater to see how popular that was. Obviously it was if there's 1.3 billion in 36 countries, but how old is OU to architect? Jeez. Um, yeah, that's how about they, that Elvis, huh? How yeah, about that Elvis? He was popular. He was popular. Yeah. Uh, this last texture is confirming. Yes, that is what they handle there at that. Mm. I mean, if they would like to advertise, I'm not going to say their name again. I'd be more than willing to uh, voice their spots. So uh, salespeople, you can get on that. <laughs> uh, Brew McCoy's in the transfer portal again, TJ. Uh, what are the chances he goes back to Texas? Wouldn't that be funny? 
Brew McCoy, USC that's wide receiver. A, that's a tough name there. He's been uh, just going back and forth from Texas to USC to Texas to USC to Texas to USC. Most recently at USC, he's in the transfer portal again. So, I mean, you know, it is curious, TJ, that there have been some noteworthy transfer portals out of Southern California, right? Well, look at Kane. He got there and then, boom, immediately bolted for LSU. Portaled right out of there. Right. Yeah. Uh, The fact that. Like, I would love to know the story of why Jackson Dart is leaving. Well, I think he was mad they even brought Caleb in this past weekend. I think that was the answer to that. Or it was like you said, it was expected to be announced Monday. Did he get told or, you know, what happened? Was he just, uh, like, what happened to make him say, you know what, I'm going to look around. I guess he could still go back, but um, but Trig, McCoy, uh, Dart, and I think there's been a couple of others who have said, no thanks, I'm out of here. What, now, what if, I heard this speculation last night, what if Caleb doesn't pick USC and Dart leaves? Wouldn't that be something? Your, your, your boy's up a tree without a quarterback oh, at that point. Yeah. How delightful would that be to a lot Very of delightful. Five win delightful. I suppose it's possible. You still think uh, Caleb ends up at USC? Or are you, are you uh, second-guessing that at this point? I'm second-guessing it because I don't know what the holdup would be at this point. There's not a situation where this is a getting-to-know-you window here he knows the guy he knows what he brings uh as far as you know his ultimate goal of developing into a top pick nfl draft prospect it's why he came to lincoln it's why he would go to lincoln now if he still felt that way usc is a top program it's not as if lincoln went somewhere and it's a lower profile job, if you ask me, than Oklahoma. But you get what I'm saying. This, it, it, yeah. this is still a big it's time elite school, program. elite program. Yeah. So, I honestly, yeah. So it's making me think he's not sold on Lincoln as much as we want to think. And there's something about USC that he's not completely in love with. And a lot of that may be the talent around him. And he knows, man, I want to hit big next year and maybe make that jump. And I think it would take me two years at USC to perhaps get to that level because I've got to build the talent or wait for him to build the talent around me. So, yeah, I do think there's concern on Lincoln's part that he's going somewhere else at this point. That or he just What's loves to key- build the drama that much. What's the keyword, TJ? What is the keyword? I don't know. I didn't know there was a keyword. There's a keyword? A keyword? Did I say there was a I, keyword? There's a tweet that says, listen for the keyword. You could win $1,000. Uh, I just saw on my show. I like. Oh, I, I don't know what it is. Is there something I should be listening for that I should be saying here, TJ? They said, we're giving away $1,000? Uh, maybe we should talk about this during the break. Yeah, I just, I just saw a tweet that said that it's from uh, you know one of our affiliates. 
said, listen for the keyword on the T-Row in the morning show. You could win $1,000. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe it's Brew you can, McCoy. You can, also, you can also listen to our affiliates for the top five Van Halen songs of all time during commercial breaks. So Riff I don't know what they're doing over there. I'm just going to start saying words. Uh, 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 lumberjack. <laughs> Redonkulous. Did Bobby Bones text the wrong show? Snuffleupagus. I'm just trying to think of possible words out there. Um. Well, I mean, it is butterscotch. Become... The keyword is <laughs> butterscotch. <laughs> it's become very interesting. I think that Caleb, we're at Friday now, and he still has not made an announcement. I mean, there, there's a Z. I mean, 0% that he's coming back, Z, TJ. What's the percent that he comes back to OU? Is it zero? There would have to be some conversations had. He's been told to move on from what I know. And I know a lot. What do you know? I know everything. Uh, who, did, who told you that? People have told me. He was told <laughs> this past weekend they're moving yeah, on. Move on. OU's moving on. I know these things, all right? I want to know how. How do you know these things? I believe you. You're telling me if Caleb Williams today called Brent Venables and said, I've made a mistake. I've looked around. There's nothing better. I want to come back and play for you. That Brent Venables would say no? I think Brent Venables would handle his program like this. Caleb? I would love to have you back, but you're going to have to ask the team. And if they want you back, you'll be welcome back. And then he'll leave it up to Caleb to talk to the team and let the team vote on it. Oh, I like your style, man. (laughs) I like your style. I like Brent's hypothetical style there, too, TJ. Brent, if you're listening, I want you to handle it that way just so I'm right. Is that what your people over there? Have told My you people have told me that's, that's how it would has. have to go down. There would have to be a lot of begging, a lot of forgiveness like that, that happens. Though. Yeah. You know what? There's like a, a survivor vote, here, like uh, whether he stays on the island or not. You talk to Turnipseed, and if Turnipseed says you can come back, you can come back. <laughs> Seven thirty-three. T Row in the morning show. We'll be back. This is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. I was at uh, Rudy's last night before the show, T.J. I was sitting up at the uh, stage, and I was uh, reading through some notes. I was holding the notes up in front of my face. So if you were out, if you were approaching the stage, if you were out in the audience, you could only, you could only see me from the neck down. And some guy came up, and I, and I heard him ask for an autograph. And I so I pulled the papers down I was looking at, and he saw me, and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were Jay Valai. I could only see you from the neck down. <laughs> and I, I said, No, I'm Toby Roll. And he goes, God, you guys look identical from the neck down. So <laughs> oh, I, I can tell this is going to be a problem going forward. It's amazing how uh, Jay, <laughs> you've been confused with Jay and a, the uh, sports uh, prowess of King Griffey Jr. in the last couple of days. Right, right. 
What they say? What's the name where the uh, when you got a uh, uh, an identical twin uh, out there? Uh, what a do doppelganger. You call that? A doppelganger. That's your word of the day, folks. <laughs> no, don't say bucks. that. Like, I've seen that it? tweet. Now I don't think that's oh. the word of the day. I don't think we're supposed to know the word of the day. Oh, I the twelve k a day uh, giveaway. Mm. But the key anyway. word's coming soon. You just got to listen. Oh, yeah. For years, I thought Steve Alford was my doppelganger. Turns out it's Jay Valai. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, speaking of doppelgangers, did you watch that video I sent you yesterday? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That was hilarious. I had seen it before you sent okay, it to me. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it is spectacular. Uh, TJ sent me the story that the guys at Barstool did on uh, Jim, Jim McElwain. <laughs> Nude on a shark. It's not him. I don't even think it, it does look like him, but it, it's not him. But I can't believe Central Michigan let him do that story. Oh, it was great. And the way he played along with it and then acted like he was angry when they were asking certain questions about being naked on the shark. <laughs> it was awesome. Dateline China. 80 ostriches are on the loose in China. Running through the city, TJ, in a pack. At up to 43 miles an hour. Ostriches are mean, too, man. Uh, Some farmer didn't properly secure a gate when they were working on a fence, and the ostriches got out, and now they're running all over the city. Oh, no. And they can't catch them. And they're running to get 80 mad, scared ostriches on the loose. I mean, that would, you, you get run over by an ostrich at 43 miles an hour, TJ, you might not survive that. I've seen someone knocked over by an ostrich before. Shut up. No, I'm serious. Where? There was a, a lady had some ostrich in Enid, like on the outskirts of town. <laughs> and I don't remember why we were out there. Maybe it was for something for school or something. I don't remember. But a dude that worked there with her, like, uh, got trucked and planted to the Did ground. Did he live? Yeah, he lived. And this was just one ostrich, so imagine a pack of them. They're mean, question man. Ha- question has to be asked. One-on-one versus an ostrich. <laughs> we had this debate with a giraffe a couple years back, TJ. One-on-one, you and an ostrich, who wins? Like, I think the ostrich wins. Like, I don't know if I could... You think he pecks you to death? I mean, they're fast. They're mean. They're strong. Can they kick? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, uh, because so I'm trying to think if I go try to, like, jump on its back to take it down. Like, could it just kick me away? I don't think you want to jump on the back. Uh, The only way the speed becomes a factor is if you jump on the back. Then you got he's going to be become a bucking bronco, and you're going to run, and you're going to be flying all over the place. (laughs) Then you're Jimmy trying to learn to ride a horse. What now with your martial arts background? Yes. Couldn't you just give it one swift punch to the neck, and he's done? My the training may kick in. The training from 1985 may kick in. Um, I'm not saying there wouldn't be something where my brain went back to that place and I suddenly 
could uh, fight off the ostrich, but I don't know, man. They're mean. I'm, I'm probably going to say I'd lose the fight to the ostrich. I know they're mean. I wonder if there's an ostrich out there that can tell me, like, if he got you good with a peck, like if he came right at your noggin with his bill, <laughs> could he knock you unconscious? Yes. If if one peck could knock you unconscious, then you're done. And then he just then he goes ground and pound on you because you're unconscious, you know. <laughs> Now, someone... But if you could dodge one peck, or if it's just going to be a, like a grazing blow where you're bleeding a little bit, I think you get in there on that neck, and there's not much he could do about it. You know what I mean? Because he's got no, he's got no hands. He's got no opposable thumbs or anything, TJ. No, that's why someone just te- he's got uh, one weapon. Text in on the air comfort uh, text line. Uh, ostrich tipping. Are they? Incapable of getting up if you tip an ostrich over? That's not true, is it? Ooh. It's not like a cow. I don't know. I don't know. Surely an ostrich can get up on its own. This story does remind me, though, of a time a couple of years back. I'm coming home to Piedmont, and I sometimes I, if it's during the day, I'll get off and exit early, save myself about a nickel or so in the uh, turnpike, uh, TJ, and I'll take the back roads into the house. And uh, I turned the corner, and standing there in the middle of the road was a cow. Right there in the middle of the road. (laughs) Just staring at me. Giant cow. Well, I guess they're all big. Full-grown cow. And so I backed up and went another way. I stood there in shock for a second, and I thought, what do we do? So we called 911 and said, listen, not life-threatening emergency here, but you might want to let somebody know, cow in the road. And we gave them the address and then went on our way. Uh, (laughs) So somebody left a gate open somewhere. (laughs) You imagine, though, like having your morning coffee on the porch there in China? And uh, there goes 80 ostriches flying by. ostriches just running down the street. It seems like they 80, would tear up cars, eight, ripping 80. mirrors off of cars and everything else, causing all kinds of mailboxes. Do they have mailboxes there, like, on the street? Or are they up on the How house? How do you think they get their mail in China? Well, I say, are they up on the house or are they in the street like we have? Like, I don't know. Like, they'd be tearing down mailboxes and everything heard. else. You got to eat something, too, right? Probably eating all kinds of stuff. Who knows? Um, here's another story, uh, that caught my eye. Am I allowed to do that? Or is that contractually obligated to the afternoon show? Here's another story that caught my eye or Teddy's <laughs> eye or something. This is shocking to me. Listen to this, TJ. Michigan state's athletic department has agreed to a sponsorship deal with Caesars Sportsbook. To become the official and exclusive sports betting partner and iGaming partner of MSU Athletics. Whoa. The agreement will grant Caesars naming rights to premium seating areas at Spartan Stadium in 2022 and an outdoor tailgating area for football games, as well as signage at MSU football, basketball, and hockey games. Caesars will also provide its betters with opportunities for exclusive hospitality and VIP experiences through its Caesars Rewards loyalty program. It's official. We've lost the game. It's official. There's That's no way this could go massive. bad. massive. 
Can you believe that? No, I can't. Somebody needs to knock on Joe's door and make sure he just didn't fall on the floor <laughs> over there. Uh, here's a quote from MSU's athletic director, Alan Haller. says, quote, the opportunity to partner with Caesars, a leading force in the sports and entertainment industry, will help enhance game day experiences for Spartan fans and provide significant resources to support the growing needs of each of our varsity programs. We are excited to be on the cutting edge of this innovative opportunity. That's amazing. How long are we how long until we have gambling windows, betting windows inside Spartan Stadium, TJ? I'm going to say soon if it's been legalized in that state, so yeah, I'm going to I guess, I guess LSU, you see it a lot of places where they'll build uh, facilities on outside the stadium. I guess LSU has already done something like this. It says Michigan State becomes the second college to sign a sponsorship sponsorship deal with Caesar Sportsbook, joining Louisiana State University. Wow. Uh, man, amazing. We'll be back. Catch sports radio icon Mike Steely and 247 reporter Parker Thune. Weekdays from noon to 2 on the Steelman and Thune at Noon Show on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Told you about the uh, money they saved all their clients last year. They'll save even more this year. So get with them if you're thinking about selling your home. The $8.99 listing fee, 405-361-3380. Or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. T-Row, the modern rhinestone cowboy. Uh. Uh, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Uh, I think at this point, I wish I was tougher. I'm just not, you know. Just You just are what you are. I got a, I got a strap of a three-point shot. I can, uh, I can, uh, that's really it. That's really all I got going for me. But I'm definitely not a cowboy tough, so. This one says like it. they're still waiting to pick up their copy of Then One Foggy Christmas Eve, The End of Santa's Reindeer Rain at Love's Travel Stops. How's your book coming? Your follow-up uh, good. reindeer book. Yeah, uh, the, well, it's a movie, TJ. A movie, it's a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a movie. Screenplay about the other eight reindeer and the jealousies uh, that ensue following Rudolph's rise to fame. Still working on it. You know who you should get with on help on that screenplay and perhaps to uh, voice play a couple of the reindeer would be uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. They're pretty successful in those areas. Uh, I was just going to get Teddy and Tyler to do all the voices for me. (laughs) Oh, Santa! Uh, Caleb not going to USC and Dart leaving would be ironic justice. Man, that would be something. 
How do you feel about Jackson Dart? You watched him much? Um, here's my thing on Jackson Dart. I have seen him, and every time I saw him play, I think he was throwing an interception last year. So I had a friend text the other day who is heavily into recruiting, knows that I'm not, but loves to text me stuff on it, even though okay. it's just a smart aleck response he always gets, but he knows it drives me crazy. So he sent me something about Jackson Dart coming to OU, and I text back, he sucks. And um, I thought he would know, you know, it's just a joke, but I think it was as if I told him one of his children sucked and were terrible. Mm. And Ouch. got highly offended, and he began sending me all this stuff on Jackson Dart. Trying to convince you. <laughs> Trying that... to convince me that he didn't he was suck. Okay. So. But I do. I did see him a so couple of times this past season. So are you anti-Dart? Um, I am. That's what I saw of him last year, and I know he was in a bad situation, and you he was forced into that. USC football. I saw a couple of games year. last Knock year. I'm not saying that I sat there and watched it. full games, but when I would watch him, he threw a pick. That's what I remember yeah. of him. That's all he I remember of picks. him. So um, I think that's where I'm at with him. Maybe he's great. I don't know. I just saw him look really bad at times. Wouldn't be a bad for a radio station that covers the Sooners. For us to have a good old-fashioned quarterback battle going into next year. A little dart v. Gabriel. That'd be kind of fun. No, uh, as far as, you know, summer radio and stuff goes, that that's tremendous for us. So bring it on. Bring on the competition. Um, TJ, could you please add the list of podcast episodes? The first hour of Steely from yesterday. Um, yes, I thought I did that earlier, but I'll get that up for you, so. I must can't. have been a good hour. Must have been, must have been. In fact, I will uh, add that this commercial break just for you, Texter. Speaking of good hours, next hour we go live to Fort Worth. John Denton going to join us to talk TCU basketball. Final segment of the show this morning, Porter Moser joins us live also to talk OU TCU. We'll be back.